Fast snacks, fast food, fast reviews. Snack Masters Inc., a podcast served to you in 30 minutes or less. Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Masters. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. Hello, and thank you for choosing the Snack Masters. I'm your host, Dooner, and I'm here with my partner in crime out of not Iowa, but Idaho. That's MSG. MSG, how was your Halloween? It was good. Had a, had a good good Halloween. Didn't do much. actually worked. I worked 7 to 7.30, so by the time I got home, it was my second day in a row. I was pretty beat. Didn't do much. Kind of uneventful. Not allowed to dress up at work, but... What did you dress up as? We're not allowed. I dressed up as a nurse, man. Popular costume. There you go. Did you go as slutty nurse? Sexy nurse? Always. That's... I mean, I can't help that. But no, I didn't change anything from what I normally wore, so... Let, Let me ask you a question. So, you have to wear scrubs, right? As a nurse? I do, yeah. Now, in Boston... I've seen nurses on the train all the time wearing scrubs, and I know they work long hours and everything, but isn't that a little unsanitary to wear them on the train? Or do you think maybe they're just coming home? But, you know, that wouldn't make sense, because I see them going inbound in the scrubs. Well... Do you drive in your car in your scrubs? I do, and I I honestly don't know anybody who doesn't. So... You know, I, I suppose. I, I don't wear the same shoes. I mean, I'm walking out in and out throughout the hospital, but throughout the course of my day, I don't get a lot of, you know, contaminants, I hope, or, or you know, anything disgusting on me. But, uh, yeah, I, I wear them home. I take them off first thing when I get home, and uh, I jump in the shower and all that stuff. I wash them separately from, from other people's clothes and stuff. But, uh, no, I don't. I'm not a uh, – I, I can see your concern. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah you know. All right, there. you know, I was just asking. I didn't mean any hate on uh, nurses or nurse culture, but I, it just popped in my head when you said you you did that. I just saw some nurses on the train today in their scrubs and was curious. But back to Halloween. Now, I live I live in a suburb of Boston, and we get some foot traffic over here. My lovely parents came by and handed out candy. My family, we went as the Ninja Turtles. I was Leonardo. My son was Raphael. My younger son was also supposed to be Raphael, but he's breaking uh, his top teeth. So he had to stay in. He went to bed early. He's not even one. He wouldn't have had that great of a time. He wouldn't have even remembered. He would have been like a drunk girl at a Halloween party the next day, just full of regret. But we got a ton of good candy for Halloween, but a lot of similar candy too. And I took a tally, and I'm going to read it after, <laughs> after you tell me a little bit about yours. Do you get a lot of foot traffic where you live? We do. We live in a neighborhood that people in the past I've seen have brought like loads of, you know, like a carload of kids because it's kind of one-stop shopping. And, you know, one of the things is inclement weather sort of sometimes puts a damper on the trick-or-treating. A lot of the local businesses or churches do things where they give out a lot of candy, but I'm not sure it's as popular as it was when we were kids. But uh, again, me not being home, my wife wasn't home. So I'm, I'm really not sure if anybody even knocked. We left our lights out. So they kind of the signal that, hey, we're, we're not not giving out candy this year so 
Oh, you didn't even put out a bowl with like candy for people? Uh, no, Tim, I, I, I did not. Jeez, Marty. After you, the Oreo story you told me last time, putting the broken Oreos back, now you didn't even put out Halloween candy? I'm really starting to question your character. Well, I'm a little bit slowed over the weekend because somebody went through the neighborhood, uh, the area, and, and slashed some tires. So that sort of dampened my spirits, spirits as far as giving back. I felt like, no, I, I'm not going to welcome people. So I guess that, that might have jaded me a little bit, but no. And, and sadly, my, my son didn't get the opportunity to trick-or-treat. He, he chose to do something else instead, something that didn't procure a lot of candy. So what I did on the way home from work, again, at about 8.15 at night, I decided I was going to buy him a big, giant bag of candy and just kind of hide it under his pillow. So that's what he did. When he got into bed that night, he came running down the stairs to my room and asked me if I'd done it. I kind of denied it, sort of like a tooth fairy kind of thing. But he's got a assortment. And it was high-end stuff, Tim. It wasn't the uh, the garbage from the dollar store. It was it was Snickers and Twix and things like that. So what, what was he doing instead of going trick-or-treating, watching a Teen Wolf marathon? What, what was he up to? Well, it, it's kind of a sad story. His best friend was having a Halloween party that, whatever reason, decided that they weren't going to have Brandon come over. Oh. Anyways, he decided he was pretty pretty sad about it. He was pretty upset. He decided instead he would go visit his grandma, you know, brighten her day, bring her some, some dinner, and enjoy a little bit of cake with her. And it was, it was completely his idea. Did she dress up as a wolf? I wasn't there. I can I can probably guess that she didn't. She lives in a nursing home. I'm not sure where she would have found a wolf costume, but uh, he had a good time, and I thought it was a real sweet moment for a nine-year-old to decide that he was going to brighten his, his grandma's day instead of thinking about himself. Kind of, kind of proud of him. Well, he has to make up for all of your misdeeds and uh, all the sins of lying about putting candy under people's pillows and putting back broken crackers and not leaving out candy for trick-or-treaters. But... My neighbors did pass out candy, Marty, because I don't live next door to you. And here's the tally that Snackmaster Jr. got. He got 14 Kit Kats, 11 Twizzlers, 6 Snickers, 6 Milky Way, 6 Three Musketeers, 6 Dum Dums. What, did somebody stop at the bank? Uh, 5 Peanut Butter Cups, 5 Twix, M&M's. Those were the top ones. Then, like, everything else was littered in. Somebody even put, like, a really old-looking sugar daddy in his bucket. <laughs> A, a, a couch cushion sugar daddy. Bonus. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Dooner. How much of that did he get? Well, he he got it all, but you have to ration it out. Okay, okay. We allow him to pick five a day, unless it's a full size, because a full size counts as two. That's a, that's a really good rule. That's that's generous, uh, but still maintaining some parameters, keeping the keeping the cart on the rails there. Uh, I just remember from when I was a kid, the last, when I trick-or-treated with my older brother, we'd get really excited get you know pretty good haul but then in the morning when we woke up there would be a lot of uh a lot of wrappers not a lot of candy well i think you can put two and two together as we did i just want to make sure that that tradition wasn't going throughout your household too yeah oh absolutely my my wife and i did steal from some of the inventory i took his uh large lemon head balls those are some of my favorite candy i love to peel the rind off with my teeth and just suckle the uh, sour flavoring in there. It takes me right back to when I was 10 years old in the baseball card shop trading in Movon rookie cards for a nickel to the sketchy guy behind the counter just so I could get one last Lemonhead fix. 
Oh, sour Skittles too, man. He had shit sour Skittles. I was eating those on him. Those are uh, pretty much gone. The wife, she likes chocolate. What was she mowing on? I think she had a peanut butter cup ghost and a few other things. But we got a list here, right? There was a Business Insider article, which was the most popular Halloween candy in every state. But you, you noticed that uh, it had a weird caveat, right? Yeah, it had some. So first of all, the reason I say this is because I, I looked and it said that Idaho's favorite candy is a, it's a goody nut bar, something like that. And, and to tell you the truth, I've, I've lived in Idaho several years. I've never seen or heard of this goody bar. I don't know if it's a Boise thing or... Gosh, to say it's the most popular, and then an Idaho native has never heard of it. I thought, let's dig into this. So, and I can't remember exactly, but it's something along the lines of these are distinctly, yeah. And they they pulled people representative of the population of the state. So again, Idaho not being very populous, probably they pulled. My guess was two people. One of them said, "Hey, I like Butterfingers." They said, "Oh, that's too common." The other guy said, "Oh, how about a Idaho or a Nutty Good Bar or whatever, whatever it is," and that's what they went with. I've never heard of it either. I didn't know if that was a local thing. One of the reasons the article said it did this is because basically every state would have been peanut butter cups. Although, you know, for us, it was Kit Kats. We, we got Kit Kats out the butt. For other states, and hold on, does that make sense? <laughs> What's Massachusetts on here? Oh, Butterfinger. Butterfinger's Massachusetts. Uh, what's Iowa, your state? Uh, nerds. Oh no, you're Idaho, you get the, you get the nut goodie. What, Arizona, and we have this image up on Instagram if you want to reference it, but Arizona has double bubble. Gives that out. Double bubble? That's like, that's like Necco wafers. That's like an older generation of candy that only still exists because old people buy it, right? Oh, okay, so a lot of snowbirds in Arizona. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's who they asked. Aside from the, double from bubble. the uh, nut goodie, did anything on here shock you? No, I, well, again, like you said, I was expecting peanut butter cups straight across the board or, you know, Snickers. I know that's, I guess, the most popular candy bar. But when you look at it, it's, again, when you dig into most statistics, there there is a little bit of skew as far as accuracy. So, no, I'm not really surprised. Based on what they decided and what their criteria was, nothing really surprises me about what I see there. Tennessee had candy corn. Okay. And my question is, when you go trick-or-treating in Tennessee, do they just have a bowl with like loose candy corn to stick your hand in and trick or treat <laughs> or is it like individually wrapped or like a little bag or do they put them in their own decorative bags how does it work in tennessee have you been there i don't know i've never trick-or-treated in tennessee yeah no and i've never been to tennessee so i can't really vouch but no you know again taking a closer look at this dude i uh i've really got to question some of these do you like candy corn no gross no my wife likes candy corn, but only when she's pregnant. She bought some this year when she wasn't pregnant. Couldn't stand it. Didn't eat it at all. She thought it was the wrong brand at first. She went and got, like, Brock's. Then she got, like, the dollar store kind. Then she got Jelly Belly because she couldn't understand why she didn't like it anymore. And I'm like, you don't like it anymore, honey, because it's candy corn. Yeah. No. And my my son kept trying to get me to buy candy corn flavored Hershey's bars the other day at the store. And I can't. Can't do that. He loved him. He, he thought it was the best thing in the world. But I mean, again, you look at Utah and they have dots. Seriously. Yeah. Dots. They'll pull out a filling. That, no. What about Juju Bees? They're still around. Anybody got Juju Bees on there? Those were good to like pelt people in the movie theater, right? Bottom of the dollar store not too long ago. Man, you work your ass off with those things. Well, Marty, let's move to a good candy. Let's move to a good one. I picked my personal favorite chocolate candy, which is take five for both of us to review this week. 
I don't think you'd had take five before, had you? I had not, and in fact, I've got one in front of me, and this is going to be my inaugural run. All right, you bite into that. I'll do a little piece here on take five, and I'll carry our listeners through your munching. So take five here. I passed them out last night. For whatever reason, it's not marketed by Hershey, it's not promoted, you don't see it on the shelves that often. Around Halloween, you'll find it in bags, but, like, teenagers aren't aware of it. Kids were, like, flipping off my dad for handing out Take Fives on Halloween. And I'll tell you something, that's freaking BS, man, because this thing's delicious. When you get a Take Five, you have chocolate, you have caramel, you got pretzel, you have nuts, and you have peanut butter. And once you bite into these things, you're gonna see how much the pretzel adds to the entire flavor combination. It adds a crunch there that's not in something like a peanut butter cup. And I'll tell you, this to me does what like Almond Joy does to Mounds. This is a peanut butter cup destroyer, because then you'll eat a peanut butter cup and you'll be like, where's the pretzel? Just like when you eat a Mounds, you're like, why don't I get a nut? Why is there no nut with this? So, in my opinion, As far as mass market chocolate goes, the Take 5 is the primo candy bar. Now that you've bit into yours, tell me what you think. I'm on board. I'd never, again, I've never had one before. I may have seen them. I think they might have introduced them a few years ago. Probably didn't didn't, uh, market them well. I'm not sure what happened, but they went away. I haven't seen one in a while. And we talked before the show about this, and you, you told me where you got them, and I had to go to quite a few stores, actually, to find them. And you're right. I saw them in the Halloween aisle in a, you know, a bag that says snack size. It was with the, all the other stuff that you give out. I wonder if these kids just hadn't had them yet. I'm, I'm on board. That'd be the first thing to go if I had my Halloween candy. But I would definitely remember the person that gave me that because these are phenomenal. You mentioned a big point here that the marketing of it. And if you look at the package, the marketing is weird. Like it, take five. First of all, that's like that's an adult saying, yeah. right? You're going to take five at work, like a five minute break. Like it used to be like a smoke break, but a lot of people don't smoke anymore. So I guess you, you they're playing it to candy. They're playing on that. The, the packaging looks more like an, an energy bar than a candy bar. So there's a lot going wrong with Hershey's marketing side of this candy bar. Do you think that's accurate? I would. This doesn't look like a, you know, a zany kind of kids catch your eye sort of snack. I've got a black bag here with plain lettering and I mean, it wouldn't catch my son's eye, I'm sure. They're onto something here. I'm really surprised that this isn't a thing. You know what, though? These snack ones, I'm one of those people that during the middle of the day, I completely forget to eat. And then it'll be like 5, 6 o'clock. It's time to cook dinner, but my blood sugar is plummeting. If I eat one of these around like 3.30, I'm good to go. That'll carry me through dinner. And you mentioned a good point. They're, they're a bit calorie dense, right? I think they're 100 calories just for one mini. Okay. So, Harley, do you have a, do you have the label in front of you? I do. Wow. Yeah. So, 105 per. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a lot for a for a small snack. But it's substantial, right? You're, it takes a few bites to get through it. It's got that pretzel crunch. Yeah, and then, like I said, there's a lot going on in there. I mean, it's not just a peanut butter cup with the two components. You're unraveling a mystery when you bite one of these. There's chocolate pretzels, peanut butter, caramel, and peanuts. So. I don't really taste the peanuts, though, do you? I was surprised because I ate it first and then I read that and I thought, well, I missed that part. I could taste, I could distinctly taste all the other ones. And I'll tell you, there's a, it's a pretty large pretzel in there. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a, not just bits of pretzel. Uh, or... what, what, like an inch and a half, two inch pretzel you got going on? And the whole surface area of the inside is pretzel. Yeah, and it's a, it's a grid shaped pretzel. I'm dissecting this right now. You got a waffle pretzel in there, and I'm seeing the peanuts. They're kind of like uh, like Mr. Goodbar peanuts, like small, just in the top surface area 
of the chocolate embedded. So the peanut leftovers from another candy bar. Yeah, they're like little peanut topping shavings. They're not substantial. Okay. okay. They're not like uh yeah, Mr. Goodbar wasn't a good example. Mr. Uh, I don't know what I'm thinking of. I'm not crackle. I had a crackle last night, by the way. I hadn't had a crackle in forever, but that's aside from the point. Personally, as far as fun size bars go, I give this a 10 out of 10. What do you give it? I'd, I'd, at least a 9. Nine out, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10. I'm sold. I'd recommend them. I think they're going to go fast in my house now that I've opened the bag. If not by me, then by others. For a local snack, I picked a true local one. One that is so good. It confuses me that it's not known outside of New England. And that is marshmallow fluff. Marshmallow fluff is a staple of every New Englander's diet when they were a kid. You would make a sandwich called the fluff and utter, which is simply just bread, fluff, peanut butter, cut it like a triangle, stick it in your mouth, and it plays all the right notes. It's delicious. It's, um, I'm looking at my little tub right here. Where's this manufactured? Right here in Lynn, Massachusetts, in the North Shore. Shout out to Lynn. Add peanut butter with it. It's delicious. Have you ever had fluff before? You know, I think I've, I've, I think I've seen it. Is it made? It's not made by Kraft. I've seen some stuff made by Kraft. No, Durkee Mower Inc. Yeah. So, no. Uh, then maybe I'm way off. But I've seen marshmallow fluff. It's something you can add when you make Rice Krispies or something. If you're too lazy to melt the marshmallows, but you could. Yeah. No. Uh, it doesn't sound like something I'd rush out to buy, but uh, you know, I've never entertained the idea of putting on a sandwich. I think that I think that it's one of those flavors that if you eat it when you're a child, it acclimates you to adulthood. It becomes a, a comfort food. There's another thing out here called Ilios Pizza that that sort of fits into that category. It's also local to um, New Jersey, New York, the Northeast. It's a northeastern food. Campbell's tomato soup, things like Are you that. Eating Little kid comfort foods. Delicious stuff. Are you eating some right now? Did you? Yeah, I have some on my tongue and a little peanut butter and it's marshmallowy. So it's my tongue is adhering to the roof of my mouth. So why don't you go (laughs) on to your local snack? I'll get a glass of milk and I'll I'll join you on the uh, palate is clean. (laughs) Okay. So again, being from Idaho, I'd never had these before. When I lived in Florida, my, my, I remember my friend's mom asking me, oh my gosh, have you ever had an Idaho spud? I didn't know what that meant. Uh, the name is befitting because that's all we're known for. This candy bar here is called an Idaho spud. It says it's the candy bar that makes Idaho famous. I would dare say they're not doing an excellent job at that because obviously we're not famous. I've never had it before. What you got is a little kind of brown oval. It's chocolate covered. Cut it in half and it does look like marshmallow. I'm going to say that the color of it makes it look like almost chocolate flavored marshmallow inside and then what appears to be i want to say coconut shavings encompassing the outside of the candy bar here so i'm gonna go ahead and pop it in here give it a review good bad ugly oh okay yeah i can't oh it's gonna it's Dooner's gonna stay where it's sitting right now I, uh okay i took a bite immediately the the texture of this i i guess i'm a texture guy the inside is marshmallow of some sort tastes almost like a like maple which is odd to me. It's an odd pairing. The chocolate's not very thick, not very flavorful. I can't imagine that Idaho boasts the, the best chocolate in the world. The outside, you get a lot of the coconut, but guess what, Idaho spud? I'm not doing it. Give it a rating, I'd say. Maybe a 3 out of 10. Somebody else might enjoy this. They're manufactured out of Boise. However, I don't want that to be what Idaho is famous for. So there's a reason it hasn't gone national. I would dare say there is. This is, this is not a good experience for me. 
All right, real quick, I'm gonna run through my healthy snack. I don't know if you've ever had these things called Quest Bars. I got a banana nut muffin one right in front of me. They're protein bars, 20 grams of protein per, uh, per bar over here, four net carbs, only two grams of sugar, 15 grams of fiber, so uh, it'll keep you regular, it'll keep you satiated, it'll help build your muscles, maybe. Not a ton of greetings, There's a lot of probiotic flour, whatever that is. I'm gonna give it a taste, and I'm gonna rate this on, uh, I mean, versus other protein bars. I can't compare it with a candy bar or a Take 5 or Fluff or something, but hold on one second. <clears throat> it tastes a bit like, like banana nut muffin batter. It's not bad. I would eat this because I'm trying to be healthy. I wouldn't eat it because it's good. If I wasn't on a diet or, you know, lifting weights and need to add protein or something, I probably would completely skip this thing. Like, I wouldn't buy it for joy or to binge eat or something. But if you need something to satiate you, pretty decent. I'll have some more quest bars to compare these against, but I don't know. As far as protein bars go, consistency and everything, yeah, like a 7.5. What do you got? Well, what I did was steal something out of my child's lunch stash. Again, don't judge me. This is called a uh, strawberry apple chia. So again, with the chia, we'll see if oh, this wow. does redeem the other snack. I know, this. I didn't pick this one out. It, was in the, it, it seems super healthy. Uh, no GMOs, 310 milligrams of ala omega-3s, low glycemic index. It's got four ingredients, uh, apple, strawberry, cherry, and chia seeds. Now, opening it up, it looks like somebody ran it over. I know this is the texture consistency that they were shooting for, but it, it's brown. It's mottled with some sort of seeds. Not very well blend up apple, but uh, we'll get past that and give it a taste. So it's interesting to me, they're remarketing... Like my kids, they eat pouches all the time. They put they put like baby food in them. And they're big with the kids, but they all have like cartoon characters on them, cartoon food, whatnot. But it seems like the pouch game is moving into the health food aisle. Should it stay there? Yes. Well, so so just to just to be clear, and people don't get to see this product. This is this is not a pouch. The other pa- the other chia squeeze was a pouch. This is actually a bar. A bar. Oh, oh, it's a bar. Sorry about that. No, no, you're good. It's a snack sized bar. Like I say, it looks like it's kind of been, you know, through the through the ringer here. But you know, the flavor at first is almost reminiscent of a raisin, I'd say. But which is odd because there's really nothing in there that should taste like a raisin. But I think it's just the dried fruit component all mashed together. A little bit of uh, chia notable with with the crunching, but it's almost like eating a, a thick fruit leather with some road bumps in there or speed bumps as far as the chia seeds. Hit me with a number. Uh, four out of ten. That's terrible. Okay. We're the Snackmasters. I'm Dooner. That's MSG. We went through uh, Take 5 today. Highly recommended. Fluffernutter. I recommend it if you're a Northeasterner. If it's not uh, acclimated to your palate, you might not like it as an adult. But if you do, check it out. We also had the Quest Bar. Decent as a protein bar. And you had the Idaho Spuds and the Chia Bar. You don't recommend either. You guys can leave those on the shelves. For now, once again... We'll see you later. <laughs> we'll let the little homie Snackmaster Junior take you out. What did you think of dots? They're gross. Yeah. Are they candy? Yeah. But they're still gross. Mm-hmm. Do they get stuck to your teeth? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think your brother likes them either. Snackmaster Incorporated. Snack Master!